0: Welcome to This is Robotics, radio news, podcasting news and commentary from around the world. Please join us for today's radio news report with your host, Tom Green, for news, analysis, and commentary from the wide world of robotics. Radio News is a production of Asian Robotics Review, your most trusted news resource in global robotics. And now, here's Tom.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to This is Robotics, radio news for February 2023, episode 17. It's been a mere two months into 2023, and already big things, major innovations are happening around us in robotics, and some of them are quite fabulous and are the harbinger of follow-on innovations that are even more fabulous. Because of what's popped to the surface these last two months, We're going into full stop mode for This is Robotics for February. We're calling it Fabulous February, because if this is what the first two months of 2023 are like for robotics, the remaining 10 months may well be the best in years. We'll take a look at a service robot with two arms, two hands, and a brain that can actually provide service. Then two new extraordinary piece-picking robots, E-Operator and BrightPick. That's followed by cobots times three with one of them, one of the cobots being the arrival of the ultimate affordable and simple to use cobot for SMEs, small to medium enterprises at $9,000. I've been writing about cobots for 10 years, and this is the first to come along that's tailor-made for SMEs and is not from an old line robot maker, and it's not from a new line cobot maker. It's from a 50-year-old German company that makes high-performance plastics. The company is named Igis, and the cobot is called the Rebel. And it could easily revolutionize the use of cobots with SMEs. How about a personal robot as family historian? All the elements to build one exist. There needs only be a company smart enough to take it on. Perfect for Ancestry.com. Instead of a family scrapbook full of memories or memory sticks of media loaded with the family's life events and special occasions, what about an undying, self-repairing home robot as family historian that records and stores everything? A family robot that would record audio and video of the good, the bad, and the ugly, of a family all year long. Then with the help of generative AI, we can knit it all into an annual movie of the family co-narrated by, hey, Orson Welles and Lauren Bacall. I know they're both deceased, but you know, with AI, anything is possible. Narrator choice is up to you. It's the ultimate hand-me-down, like the grandfather clock of robots. Okay, let's get on with fabulous February. Here's the news. The New Year for Robotics didn't begin on January 1st, 2023. New Year for Robotics began on January 5th, 2023, in Las Vegas, with introductions to new service robots like this one, with two arms, two hands, that can actually do some work.
2: This is Ao, the newest assistant from Aolus Robotics, and we're getting an early preview of what it can do at CES 2023. We first saw these robots at CES in 2018, and early versions have been deployed in Japan. They're assisting nurses and elder care providers. They're doing jobs like delivering medical supplies and providing security patrol for the night shift. There's a lot of new functionality here that we're being showcased. Um, first off, the face lots of new sensors here including the ability to do infrared sensing so this guy can go in the dark like a security camera and be able to find its way around there's also depth sensing cameras a regular rgb camera and with all those different things it's able to do skills like being able to recognize faces be able to recognize objects to know about a door handle where that door handle is placed the three dimensions that you need to be able to navigate a world Uh, whether it's putting a box on a table or being able to push an elevator button. The various camera sensors packed in here are helping the robot with object and facial detection so it can learn who a patient is to greet them and also alert a nurse if that person isn't where they're supposed to be. Posture identification can help know if someone is on the ground and needs help. These grippers can be swapped out for whatever the needs are. Here in this demo, we have a UV sanitizing hand. So it can go over handrails, very specific areas that it needs to to be able to keep an area clean. But also this gripper can do things like do the elevator doors, open the handrails, pick up objects. Um, and they have more and more accessories depending on whether this is going to be something that helps a hotel or helps someone in elder care. Now depending on what services AO is doing, it's gonna need a recharge at about six to eight hours. And it'll be able to just kind of automatically pilot itself to a recharge station to kind of back up and plug its way in. And the ears and the eyes, this is what helps you and me understand what the robot's doing. So the ears will go different ways to indicate what's going on with the robot. Maybe it's yellow if there's a problem, that sort of thing. And the eyes will emote different ways to let you know that it's listening or it's doing something.
1: Now, during 2023, if Ao could have a baby with any other service robot, this might be a good match.
0: Google is making a big push in intelligent robotics with helper robots that use natural language processing and object detection to understand human requests and perform simple tasks on command. The technology is called Palm PalmSakan and it's built into robots from a company called Everyday Robots. Instead of being programmed with commands like if this, then that, the robot brain uses machine learning to understand vague instructions like I'm hungry. And then it works out the steps required to solve that problem. When you think of companies like Google and Tesla, you might not normally think of helper droids, but companies like these ones are increasingly taking their AI out of the computer or the car and putting it into a robot body with the idea of getting those robots out into the real
1: world. Of course, with yesterday's news that Google is shattering everyday robots for good, maybe a marriage isn't in the cards, but Maybe they could elope. Do people still do that? Or at least they could hook up. The advent of warehouses without humans has been heralded now for years. It's 2023, yet tens of thousands of humans are still picking and packing. Amazon alone has over one million employees in some form or another shipping little brown packages to its customers. In 2023, however... The arrival of two new picking systems, both with 99% picking rates, both claiming to reduce picking labor by 95%, and both cutting costs for auto-fulfillment in half. Here in 2023, the vision of robot-only warehouses just got a lot closer to reality. How about a mobile e-commerce piece-picking robot that works alone, yet pulls off two jobs as it works? One of the newbies is BrightPick, the BrightPick auto-picker, a robot combining a mobile base and a picking arm for e-commerce and grocery order fulfillment. The company claims that its system is the only one commercially available capable of both picking and consolidating orders in warehouse aisles. Like humans with carts, the autonomous mobile robots can move around a facility, retrieve storage totes from shelving, and pick items from those totes to consolidate orders while still in the aisles, said BrightPick. Our patented BrightPick auto-picker is the most advanced fulfillment robot ever created and is a game-changer in warehouse automation space, stated Jan Ziska, co-founder and CEO of BrightPick. Until now, there has never been a robot capable of picking and consolidating orders on its own as it moves around a warehouse. Impressive is the mobile robot's ability to take off for the aisles crammed with SKUs, pick orders, and then not have to travel back and forth to centralized picking stations. The Brightpick Auto Picker seems to be a loner that gets the entire job done. Another robot system telling humans, "Hey, hands off," is the one co-developed by Right Hand Robotics. And Element Logic, recently installed in an Auto Store ASRS for award winning Swedish online pharmacy Apotia. Called eOperator, the robot system enables automated handling of goods stored in Auto Store and picked via AI based Picks core robot picking technology. The overall solution is under the control and management of eManager software developed by Element Logic providing visibility and optimized performance. When a customer places an order online, this system transfers the proper item from its inventory storage location in AutoStore's cube storage zone directly into the outbound order container, completely robotically without any manual touch. The e-operator can pick and place thousands of different products, fulfilling orders efficiently and correctly every time. Certainly not today, maybe not tomorrow, but sooner than we all think, the mind-numbing job of picking and packing orders in a warehouse will be history. For fabulous February here in 2023, cobots are once again showing their versatility doing jobs that are just mind-blowing but real. Let's take a look at a cobot chemist from China, then a cobot from Zurich, Switzerland, with a glass end effector, and then on to Germany for a cobot named Rebel that may well revolutionize low-cost automation for SMEs. How about a cobot that is the world's first data-driven AI chemist? With AI-driven cobots firmly ensconced in pharma and biolabs, it wasn't long until the AI cobot duo showed up in chemistry and material science labs. China's Xiaolai, that's the cobot's name, is the very first. At the University of Science and Technology of China, USTC, the Schools of Chemistry and Material Science and the School of Information Science and Technology co-developed Xiaolai. Two jobs for Zhaolai, say the developers, are to, number one, find the best recipe for catalysts to improve the efficiency of electrochemical energy storage, as with hydrogen batteries. Another was inventing materials for material science. In one case, Gelai chose manganese, copper, cobalt, nickel, and zinc as candidate elements from 118,000 possible combinations. The researchers said what would normally have taken a 100 years to perform, the AI-driven cobalt did in five weeks. So just how does Lai mash its AI and COBOT skills together to be so revolutionary in the laboratory? We hear so much these days about AI and COBOTs working together in laboratories. Just what exactly is it that they mash up and bring together to come up with these really fabulous discoveries? The researchers for Lai gave us three things that really explain a lot. The uh, Xiaolai's artificial intelligence consists of three modules, a machine reading module that can automatically read massive amounts of literature, like 16,000 research papers. Then there's a mobile cobot module to conduct various chemical experiments, and then a computational brain module to generate predictive models based on theoretical calculations. The cobalt was designed to move freely in a lab, going from workstation to workstation, with an arm that can hold test tubes or handle instruments of various types. Researchers say Zhao Lai can read scientific papers, design new experiments, peer into microscopes, and even analyze results to create useful new chemicals. Wow. That's what I have to say. Wow. Another cobalt adventure took place in Switzerland at ETH Zurich. The medical hypodermic needle, used over 16 billion times annually, has not changed in 150 years until the folks at ETH Zurich did it. Piercing the skin and either injecting or withdrawing body fluids is a primary function of the hypodermic needle. However, the system has proven itself to be inefficient when used. For biopsy, which is a procedure to remove a piece of tissue or a sample of cells from the body so that they can be tested in a laboratory. For biopsies, when the hypodermic needle is used to provide histological and molecular tissue samples, up to 34% of histological and up to 50% of molecular assessments fail or the harvest provide insufficient sample quantities. In a breakthrough for microfluidics, Scientists at ETH Zurich have developed a thin glass needle, that's the end effect, that can be affixed to a novel cobalt arm with five degrees of freedom. Ultrasonic oscillations of the glass needle allow medical personnel to pump and mix and trap particles for biopsies that otherwise would be insufficient for testing. Particles move toward the oscillating glass needle where they tend to accumulate. The third cobalt for 2023 is called The Rebel. It's produced by a company called IGUS, I G U S. It's a German company. It may well be a revolution waiting to happen for SMEs. SMEs are that small to medium enterprises, which uh, in the United States represent about 65,000. Uh, overall, worldwide, SMEs are about, uh, since the year 2000, about 200 million. Uh, Today, there are about 400 million. So you can say it's it's a huge, huge audience to sell into. I've been writing about Cobots for about 10 years now. I've been waiting for the existing Cobot makers that number about 100 to address this mass of potential SME buyers. None have, which is part of the reason why Cobots continue to sell a minuscule 4% to 5% of total robot sales annually even though forecasters have been for years saying that the cobot is headed for massive sales. As we pointed out in a previous research report, which we featured on one of our podcasts, the trouble with cobots is, number one, only 10% of SMEs have ever heard of cobot, and that cobot vendors persist in selling cobots almost exclusively at booths at trade shows and events, even when research shows that 7 out of 10 SMEs Don't attend trade shows. I've been in SME manufacturing plants in Asia, Europe, and the U.S., and they're all the same when it comes to attending trade shows. And the now famous Berger report from MIT, called "Manufacturing in America: A View from the Field," found virtually no robots or cobots in SME shops in Massachusetts, Ohio, and Arizona. You can see why I'm so excited about a cobot for SMEs. Who, by the way represent about 85% of all manufacturing in the U.S. And because they are not automated, the U.S. is less productive because SMEs can't get their hands on low-cost automation. The IGUS Six Degree of Freedom Rebel Cobot, cost-effective and lightweight, has got a chance to revolutionize this SME buyer base. Surprisingly, The uh, Rebel isn't produced by an old-line robot company or a new-line cobot company. It's produced by a plastics manufacturer from Germany, a company founded by a fellow named Gunther Blase in 1964 in his garage with his wife, Margaret. And now the company is in 38 countries. It's got 188,000 customers. It produces high-grade plastics to the tune of 100 new polymers coming out of his research and development lab. Annually. Here's a nice extra little tidbit about polymers or plastics for 2023. MIT chemical engineers have just discovered a polymer stronger than steel and as light as plastic and can be easily manufactured in large quantities. It's called 2DPA 1. That may revolutionize the making of cobots at Argus in the future. Keep an eye out. Gunter is now. 90 years old, and the company is mainly run by uh, chief executive officer's son, Frank Blaser. And uh, now they're producing Cobots. About six years ago, I guess got uh, hooked up with a, uh, another German company called Commonplace Robotics, which is owned and run by Christian Meyer, who was with Fraunhofer Engineering and Automation for a long while. So that's a, that's a good marriage right off the bat. So now, between Commonplace Robotics and IGUS, they're producing The Rebel, and it's $7,500. We'll be following IGUS and The Rebel throughout the year, so continue to hang with us for more information. I'd like to thank Fabulous February for bringing forth these three wonderful cobots, which are revolutionizing chemistry, medicine, and manufacturing around the world. How about a robot as a family historian? Instead of a family scrapbook or memory sticks of media loaded with a family's life events and special occasions, what about an undying, self-repairing home robot as family historian that records and stores everything? And you can hand it down, sort of like a grandfather clock, but a grandfather robot handed down through the family for generation after generation. A family robot that would record audio and video of the good, bad, and ugly of the family all year long, and then with the help of generative AI, organize it all into an annual movie co-narrated, say, by Orson Welles and Lauren Bacall. I know they're both deceased, but hey, with AI you can do anything. Sound good? Wow! bring your own popcorn. Jonathan Roberts, director of Australian Cobotics Center and chief investigator at the Queensland University Center for Robotics, is out with an article entitled, Our Future Could Be Full of Undying, Self-Repairing Robots. Here's how. As for self-repairing robots, since both biological forms and machines need repairs every so often, more frequently as they age, Roberts reports about a Japanese research group that is successfully teaching robots to repair each other. As for Undying Robots, Robert cites a San Francisco startup called Nano that uses nuclear waste and ultra-thin diamonds as its core to create the nano-diamond battery that lasts over a thousand years. Really? Well, that would be a great start for a family history robot. Then, once trained on all the family's available media—photos, pictures, videos, sound recordings, diaries, etc.— maybe throw in Ancestry.com itself, for good measure. It's all ready for assembly by the newly available and still-maturing generative AI. Like a cuisinate of life events that mixes together everything for a grand recipe, the home robot historian— would be looked at as a cherished family member who chronicles everything almost forever. Oh, please, robot, create the scene where dad proposes to mom. Eh, I don't know about that one. Well, that's it for Fabulous February. Two months of amazing robotics. Two brief months to kick off 2023 that can only be forecasting bigger things to come. Can't wait for what the Ides of March have in store for us, or the Calends of April. Thank you, dear audience, for your continued interest and loyalty for This Is Robotics Radio News. Our downloads are setting records, so we're having a very good January and February as well. Until next time, everyone, please stay safe. And Claire, my dear friend, please say goodbye to everyone.
0: That brings to a close today's edition of Radio News. As always, thank you for your interest and attention. Until our next report, please be sure to click on over to This Is Robotics, the online news column at Asian Robotics Review. Also, look for This Is Robotics Radio News at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Pandora. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, this is Radio News, signing off. Have a great day.